real chills. Real scary. Real silly. Real stories. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Real Chills. We are so excited for our guest today. Please welcome Matt Hag. Uh, this particular story happened uh, when I was living with um, a different roommate, um, and it was uh, a house that he had just bought. Um, and so when right before we actually moved in, uh, him and I went to go talk to the realtor, just kind of like look at the place and uh, see, you know, like the new house we were going to move into. Um, and realtor kind of told us a little bit about previous owners, right? You know, and uh, one of the first things she said is that the house belonged to a married couple who had two kids. Um, of course, and I started looking around a little bit like that. And, and it wasn't until I actually moved in about, you know, maybe a couple of days until I got settled. Uh, one of the first things I noticed that I thought was uh, kind of interesting is on my roommate's door, uh, there were two locking mechanisms on the outside. Um, so there was the ability to lock the doorknob on the outside, which for me was a little weird because I'd never seen anything like that. Um, because I'm not a parent, so I don't know if that's like... <laughs> You do like yeah i'm just gonna lock them in there <laughs> the odd one was there was also like a chain lock too which i you know again thought was kind of weird and i also then noticed on in my bedroom there were uh, little markings on my closet door where they were measuring height right and you know, i had heard about that before and you could see names and you know the heights going up but i noticed there were three names and I was like, oh, that's kind of odd. Like, I, I know for a fact that she said they had two kids, but there's three names here. So that, you know, was, was kind of interesting. Then it was uh, probably a couple of months later, we started having weird occurrences happening. Uh, the first one that kind of freaked me out was uh, I got on my phone and was looking for a picture of something. I think it was like a, a meme or something I was going to post to a friend. And I saw this picture that was on my camera, meaning my phone took it. And it was just kind of an odd, odd picture that kind of stood out to me. When I clicked on it and looked at it, it was a picture uh, that first was kind of cocked. So kind of like, you know, like maybe a good 30, 40 degrees kind of push where somebody looked like, you know, the, the phone itself was kind of diagonal almost. It was a picture from my roommate's uh, room from the master bedroom going through the living room focused on my room and there was uh, you could see just a little bit of light on from probably my closet because we were watching a lot of scary movies then and I was baby uh, <laughs> frequently slept with the closet light on and it was just weird because it was also taking it like because you know it gives you a time stamp so it was taking it like um like 1.30 in the morning on a Wednesday. And Ugh. yeah, I was like, I definitely wasn't awake then. Like <laughs> I, had a, I had a pretty stressful job. So I was really into getting lots of sleep. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I showed it to my roommate. I was like, hey, did you messing with me? Like, what, what, <laughs> what is this? And he was just like, no, dude, like what, you know, we kind of looked at it. We're like, yeah, that's weird. You know, thought maybe I've never had any kind of sleepwalking like ever in my life. And I was like, even mm. if I did, like I, I grabbed my phone, walked to my roommate's room, caught the camera and took a picture. Like it's kind of mm. weird, but no, no, sure. Uh, then a couple of weeks later, picture number two shows up. Uh, this time, a slightly different angle, and you can actually see my arm on my bed. Like, uh, so definitely wasn't me that took the picture. No. Uh, and same thing. It was like Tuesday at like 2.32 in the morning or something like that, which was very, very weird. Uh, so then fast forward about a month, I think it was, after that. And again, late, uh, late at night, and my uh, roommate kind of comes and like knocks on my door and, and, 
you know, I was, I was awake and, uh, you know, I was like, Hey, what's up? He goes, dude, I just, it's going to sound crazy, but I swear I just saw a kid in our backyard and uh. like, um, okay. No. He had a dog and he's like, dog was, you know, wanting to go outside. So I took him outside that I saw a kid just kind of run into like this bush that he had. And he goes, when I saw that, I thought, you know, okay, there's a neighbor kid back here. And he been walked over, you know, dog went with him, dog kind of barking in that direction. And he looked and he goes, no kid, no kid in the bush. Um, and it was up against the, the house too. So it's not like the kid could have like climbed a fence or something like that. Mm. And like we both went outside, didn't see anything. And yeah, so uh, it would oftentimes just kind of feel creepy in my room after that. I mean, it very well could have been just me psyching myself out or something, but, you know, just you start putting all that small stuff together. Like they had locks on a door on the outside, which means they're trying to keep something inside weird pictures on my phone of me sleeping in the middle of the night and you know roommate literally sees a kid just in the backyard so that was uh enough to where i just never felt like uh, everything's fine in this house <laughs> you God know damn. Um, yeah. yeah yeah so th that was about as close to a ghost story as i've gotten and i don't want to get any closer <laughs> that was that was freaky for sure mm. yeah. well that is a great story <laughs> especially because you had pictures do you still have them uh so i looked on my other phone and uh because i still had the old one and i mm. need to do the recovery or whatever to, to get into it but i know they, they're still there uh, mm. so I, need to, I need to grab them and, and and dig them up again because i i kept them because i was like you know, like in the movies or whatever, you know, they always think, oh, whatever, you know, I was like, nope, I'm keeping evidence just in case <laughs> I ever need to go to a priest. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love this for you because I feel like you're going to go through all the trouble of recovering on your phone and then you're going to be like that scene in the movie. You're like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Like yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just it's so weird. I've talked to people about it before, you know, and, and people have tried to rationalize it like you do you know like oh yeah maybe it was just one of your roommates screwing with you and i was like okay first off my phone was locked <laughs> it was locked with my thumbprint yeah so i don't think somebody just grabbed my phone yeah put my thumb on it went into the living room i was like oh i'm gonna mess with him that is a more terrifying proposition to me <laughs> the thought that yeah, like that's very true <laughs> yeah. a person could have been like i'm gonna go and touch I'm your hand in the middle of the night yeah, yeah. so yeah that that part was was definitely weird and, and just that the three names too like i just there was it was one of those things where there was so much there that i wanted to know more about right like i want to know why there were three names i want to know why there were locks on the door I even considered at one point reaching out to the realtor and being like, Hey, <laughs> can you tell me who the family was that previously? Owned yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Like, what was the conclusion? Like, did you ever find out more about the family or like, did you just move? You guys were like, all right, it's been a year. He still Let's lives. Get out. Yeah. He still lives there. Cause he bought the house. Me, me he bought, the house. bought the house. So, so there, there were three of us, uh, me oh, and, no. and the second roommate moved out. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I've never had any creepy stuff happen since then. And every now and then I'll follow up with them and be like, hey, how are things? <laughs> yeah, you should probably check in. He's probably possessed by that little boy. And I love how like you have pictures on your phone because that is such a little kid thing to do. Like yeah, it's like, ooh, I, a toy. I'm gonna pick it up. Exactly I'm gonna take what I thought. That, that was exactly what I pictures. Thought. Yeah. yeah. Well, that is really such how the camera works. Yeah, yeah. they don't yeah. even know what they're doing. They're just playing yeah. with it. I don't know. And it just creeps me out too, because it's like, how did they get your phone out? Even like I just I can't yeah. comprehend that part no. where it's where like, did you keep your phone when you slept? Uh usually just next to me on my nightstand, just just mm -hmm. right there. Yeah, because that's where I had my little charger and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you That's remember crazy. anything like, if you can recall, like from that time period, I know you didn't see the picture till later, but any day where you woke up and your phone was just like on the floor or unplugged, 
Uh, I mean, there are multiple times that that would happen. I, I, I'm also that person that like flails in their sleep. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so sure. I, I'm sure I probably just thought like, oh, I knocked it over. We had animals too. We had a cat and a dog. Mm-hmm. So you know, mm-hmm. I just never really gave it much thought. Yeah. But, yeah. Do you remember the names on the door? Do you remember what they were? Uh, yes. So there were two boys and a girl. The girl's name was Emily. Uh, and then there was a Daniel and a Tim. Of course there was a Daniel. A yeah, Daniel. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's why I say that though, because I so the whole time this gives me dear David vibes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. So yeah. of course, like I feel like you have the like instead of the Brooklyn version of Dear David, you have the Texas version of Dear Daniel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you totally do. Man, if you stayed there longer, I bet it would have totally ramped up. You were smart to leave. Um, <laughs> yeah. And not just in the nick of time. Oh, yeah. I forgot too. There were, there was another thing. Uh so just kind of uh pushing that there were definitely three because we found this uh in the attic. My roommate went up in the attic one time and he found this old box of Christmas decorations and all three kids had a stocking. Uh so mm. they they lined Whoa. up. Yeah. So and you specifically remember your retailer being uh yeah, whatever, your agent being like there's only two kids only two kids yeah because i, I remember when, when we when they told me that because it was a three-bedroom house and mm-hmm. i remember thinking like oh that was really cool like each kid had a bedroom i'm sure like you know that was you know i was like no that, that was but no it was definitely two kids because i talked about it with my roommate frequently and he said no you're right it was definitely two kids like i remember that um i mean could be explained away you know the realtor could have said two meant three but why did they have a lock on the door? Like, did, um, <laughs> did like two kids like, okay, this is a really effed up question, but like did two kids keep growing and then there was just one like little line that was like still, <laughs> like, is that what it was or were they all grown like adults? Uh, so they, it, it never got higher than like probably three feet. So, so for my any of them? For, for any of them. Yeah, that's probably mm. the tallest it got. So, so I'm assuming that they moved out while the kids were still really young. Oh, that makes sense. You know, the, the rational skeptic in me is just like, maybe it was a step kid or like a cousin who stayed with them for a long time or something like that. But still the fact that like you specifically remember there being two kids and then there's like this mystery third just adds to the like, yeah. Yeah. And, And the, like, you know, I even asked a couple of my, my friends who were parents about the whole walking thing and, Mm -hmm. None of them said like, yeah, no, I never, like they, they would lock certain doors, but never lock. And it was only one. Why was, why was there not a lock on my door? It was only my roommate's door and it had two locks. Yeah, um, it's excessive. Yeah. yeah, that's a yeah. lot. Were they high up, like out of the kid's reach? The chain one was. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do wonder, like, again, the skeptic in me is like, Maybe they had something in there that they like, I don't know, they kept the dog in there or something and they didn't want like the kids to get to it. But it just mm. doesn't feel right, right? Like anytime you see a yeah. chain lock on a, a door that doesn't lead to the outside, you're just like, what the fuck happened here? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. My, so I'm the opposite, I'm taking it a complete opposite of a skeptic way where I'm like, they had three kids, they murdered one. Their bones are in your backyard. Yeah, you gotta right. get out there. It's probably under the bush. I don't know why you didn't dig under the bush. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, no, like yeah. my sister works in medicine and she recently was working in the psych ward. She's doing rotations and she told this really effed up story. Okay, so her new thing is telling effed up stories at dinner. And I'm like, can you just be normal? Like, can you please just talk <laughs> about something else? This is you're making Says the sad. sister who has a paranormal podcast. Yeah, well, okay, I can listen to Paranormal, but listen to the story, and then you'll be like, oh, I get it. She was talking about this old lady who has dementia, and she thinks the husband also has some form of, like, dementia, like he's getting there. So he just locks her in the basement. He Uh just keeps her down there. And she literally called, the reason she was at the hospital was because she called 911 for help, and you could hear in the background the guy being like, stay down there, blah, 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 like yelling at her. So I know. So see, it's not fun. It's not like supernatural. It's not like she has powers. I'd be, I'd be like, Amanda, please give me all the stories about like the unexplained doctor stuff that's happening. But it's like a bummer. It's like head injury stuff and things like that. And I'm like, you're, (laughs) 
He's like, did you know that high school football is the leading cut? And you're just like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. This guy was a big time lawyer with a family, got in a car accident. And now I take him to Duncan every week. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. That's the stuff that scares me the most. Like, it's not uh, like, oh, is there, you know, a a lingering spirit or is, you know, somebody possessed by, you know, like a demon or anything like that. It's the, oh no, these are real people and they're just something bad happened yeah Yeah. so i mean i didn't mean i'm bumming us out again see i hate these stories (laughs) no here's the thing it's 2020 right so like i would give anything to be afraid of a ghost again yes yeah yeah Yeah. i miss those days i want to go back to there but what i was trying to say with that story besides just to bum you guys out completely and now you have that burden as well um was that maybe this is a kid with like some impairment like maybe it's like a, a kid that that shouldn't be able to come out at night because if they fall down the stairs, they could die or something. You know or, what I mean? Or like yeah. a heavy sleepwalker. It's, yeah, especially back in the day. Like, I don't know how long ago they were living in the house, but especially when people didn't know how to handle kids like that, I feel like yeah. that's a more common thing. But that does leave In the year 2016. <laughs> 2016, is that when they moved out? No, we, they, I'm trying to think. We moved into that house in 2014. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so yeah, yeah. Not too far off. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I mean, old timey 2013. Old timey 2013. Yeah. We've come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> the days but, <laughs> but yeah, so maybe it could, but that's still like a lot of negative energy just hanging around this house. This kid totally. that wants to go out and cause mischief and couldn't before is maybe now getting revenge. Yeah. Do you guys have any sleepwalkers in your family? I don't know. Yeah. No. I, I, I had a couple of sleep talkers, but not sleep. Mm. Yeah. have they said anything good when they're sleeping uh it's usually just mumbling uh oh. that yeah my my mom specifically actually uh my my dad used to always tease her and tell me stories like like yeah like i would wake up and you you know your mom's talking about like tacos or something you know yeah when i was younger my brother um he's younger than me he would sleep walk and we had a security system back in the day where i don't remember why it was like the 90s so people were afraid of things that were not really statistically like an issue for them Mm -hmm. but we had a security system and it had motion sensors in the downstairs and my brother every now and then would sleepwalk downstairs and then set them all off and it was if you can imagine like how um annoying like uh security alarms in the 90s were like the whole house like just craziness so yeah i do think that the sleepwalking could be an issue do you like um do you know the comic mike berbiglia matt yeah 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 so i don't know if you guys have seen sleepwalk with me or i've like heard him talk about his sleepwalking issues but I could see that being a valid reason of being like locked <laughs> in. It's still scary when you're a kid because you don't, I mean, you don't like that feeling. It's not a good, even sure. if it's like for a good reason, sure. that yeah. feeling of yeah. being trapped is never a good one. Oh, no, yeah. there's definitely going to be issues. And mm-hmm. I mean, I thought about that. I did. I was like, you know, maybe there was something, you know, just wrong with the kid. Like maybe he sleepwalks or, but just, the chain lock is what killed me because mm-hmm. it, it seems like, cause it seems like just a normal door lock on the outside would job done. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. The chain yeah. lock. I do wonder if when you saw, uh, or when your roommate saw the kid in the backyard, if that was like the acknowledgement, cause it, it seems like if things stopped after that, maybe like just the ability for the kid to be seen and acknowledged maybe was, you know, the thing that could have ended it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you ever lock your roommate in? Did, or did oh, you take the lockdown? All the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, I we, we removed the chain lock because we were like, that's dumb. And, and yeah. I told them, I was like, we can just swap the doorknob if you want, man. So you can have a lock on the inside. Like, I'm literally yeah. swap it. And he was like, oh, no, whatever. So anytime he would get smart or pop off, I would just swap <laughs> it and lock his door. And, you know, like, dude, 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 come on. <laughs> <laughs> just put him in timeout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't see. That's the thing too. Is like my like my friends that I would live with would know they can't have that in me in the same house because I couldn't resist myself. Oh, <laughs> and I'd be like the dumb person that would like forget and like leave you there and then be like, oh shoot, yeah, <laughs> I'll be home in four hours. My bad. <laughs> I hope you do you have water in there. I hope you have water. 
You have your pee corner. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time, but yeah. I think about, cause I was trying to figure out if there was a way that like the f- picture could have gotten on your phone. I was like, what if, what if like it was airdropped to you? Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, but you have to accept an airdrop. And also I was like, what if ghosts can airdrop pictures? I want that to be, be so, so real. Cool. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> this was really awesome. Yeah, I love this story. There's so many questions. I want, this is the problem with every ghost story I ever hear. It's like, I want to do hours of research now, just on the house <laughs> and like figure out what the heck's going on. It's amazing. Yeah, there, there was this part of me too that that wanted to, because I love paranormal stuff. I love mm-hmm. it. And there was a part of me that, yeah, like I want to call the realtor. I want to, you know, reach out to the family without trying to sound weird. But there was also this voice in my head. It's like, but what if you find something? Oh, I love that. Oh, the dream. To- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now that neighborhood, because I, so we're going to get into the, the, the second story in a minute, but is your area known for any kind of like, um, like hauntings or was it like a, a grounds from like a tribe or where a war was fought or anything? Not that I'm aware of anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, it, it's uh, an orphanage didn't burn up on the site of your friend's house. No, it, it's r- relatively a new neighborhood. Um, so it was probably built. I think that house was built in like the '70s or something like that. So, mm-hmm. so I mean, it wasn't wasn't super old. It, it was in a kind of booming part of town. It was right next to the mall and all that stuff. So, yeah, it was not that I'm aware of. Hey, George, isn't, isn't this year great? Isn't 2020 fantastic? Dan, are you kidding me? I mean... This year sucks. I've been inside the entire time. But how often do you get two new sports team names? We got Kraken and football team. I do like football team. If only there was a show where you could rank these new names. I know just the show. There's a show. I host it with my friend Dave Primiano. It's called The Rank Bank. Dan, that's awfully relevant to this completely natural conversation. <laughs> of course it is. It's almost like I shoehorned it in here because it's all I want to talk about anymore. When do episodes drop, Dan? You can hear part one and part two of every league on Monday, and part two will come out on Tuesday. You don't even have to wait. Wow. Two days, two separate episodes of the show. How can you give that much content? It's exhausting. Go listen to the Rank Bank. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is great because I know I I know a number of people from um because we know each other who live in your city. And so I was really excited today to look into the different haunted places around San Angelo, Texas. Have you are do are there any places that you know of that are super known for hauntings or like any um, like urban legends that you've ever heard? Uh well, there's one that's kind of funny. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about it. So I went to this uh, junior high called Edison, and uh, it it's now part of like the actual high school it called like Central Freshman Campus, I think. But for the longest time, it, it was it was our first college uh, that we had in San Angelo. Uh, was it was just like two big buildings there, and one of the buildings also doubled as a like storm slash bomb shelter. Uh, it was a really old building. And uh, in the auditorium was like the entrance into the bomb shelter or whatever. And like, as soon as I started going there in the seventh grade, within a couple of weeks, I heard this story about like, oh, there's this girl that got murdered down there. And like, it's super spooky. And like, oh, yeah, like, don't go down there. Like people said they've seen her walking down there and stuff like that. Uh, So like, we never went like there. There was in fact, kind of times where like, you know, when we were somewhat unsupervised, we'd kind of start to go down the steps and like, <laughs> see this wooden door and we'd be like, nope, like not going in that door. Uh, and so like, for all I know, maybe somebody did go down there, but me and my friends never did. And we talked about it. And then years later, I ran into one of my teachers and we started talking about just, you know, oh yeah, like, you know, Edison and stuff like that. And I asked him, I was like, hey, that story about the girl getting murdered, like, is that, is that real? 
And he starts laughing and goes, no, we just made that up so you kids wouldn't go down into the bomb shelter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Hell, yeah. That is amazing. I love it. Yeah. I was thinking they maybe made like a really awesome teacher's lounge. I love that story. I also love it when teachers play pranks on students. I think it's yeah, very fun. Same. Yeah. Um, tell me like one or two things that if I were to visit San Angelo that I'd have to check out or places I should go eat when times are normal. Sure. So we've got a lot of Mexican restaurants here. Mm. Uh, and uh, the the one that stands out that like everybody always has to go to is a place called Henry's. Uh, they've been around forever. Um, the owner actually recently just passed a couple of years ago, but he built that place from the ground up like 40 years ago. Ooh, nice. uh, and it's it's great. Great atmosphere, great staff like that. That's the restaurant that like, you know, uh, experienced waiters, like try to get in to go to, you know, just because tips are great and everything like that. Uh, But uh, definitely, if you ever make it down, definitely have to go to Henry's. It's a great place. Hell yeah. We also have a lake, um, Lake Nasworthy, or or as, you know, (laughs) called it Lake Nasty Water. Um, (laughs) But it's great. It's um, a really big park, a lot of like boat ramps. Uh, It gets... Not so much in 2020, but uh, it's uh, all the big holidays, July 4th, Easter, Labor Day, Memorial Day, like it is packed to the brim. Um, so it's also a great place uh, to go to. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else San Angelo-wise that's like, oh yeah, you have to see this. Actually, you know what? We have a, uh, there's a couple of things. We, we have a, a couple of museums um, that are actually kind of cool. Uh, one of them just kind of displaying local art. It was an old uh, railroad station that got turned into a, a museum. Nice. Um, which was kind of cool. And then we also have this place called uh, the, I'm trying to remember if I'm going to say it right, the Chicken Art Center, uh, where it just has, again, just kind of the same, just local art and history and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. Um, it's a pretty cool place if you come visit. Well, I definitely know that I'll be there when we can travel again and be normal human beings. Because I'm also going to do <laughs> a ghost tour Ooh. of San Angelo that yeah. I uh, came up with myself through my research. I'm very excited to talk <laughs> about a couple places nice. um, that people have reported different creepy things happening. So one of the first ones is um, the Naylor Hotel. Um, the hotel is in an area of town that's not really like populated anymore, but it used to be like a big deal back in 1881. Uh, This hotel has burned down twice. It caught fire a third time. And there were at least nine deaths in that hotel, including at least one murder. The murder that happened there was the chef had an argument with one of the kitchen assistants and he killed him. He then tried to set fire to the body and he tried to get away with it. And he failed horribly. That's how we know there was a murder. (laughs) But supposedly it's haunted and that like, there's lots of like poltergeist, you know, the standard stuff, like uh, spirits can be seen walking around. Some people report it like just the, the feeling of like a fiery presence, which is interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. I bet it is because we have a downtown area that they're trying to renovate right now, but there's a bunch of old buildings there that are basically just sitting they don't have much going on i bet it's one of those it's on south chad warren street that's interesting i didn't know that yeah i want to know what they mean by fiery presence <laughs> like like do you smell burning or is it angry like, like the fiery... smoke or just kind okay. of like it's like hot and smoky that's crazy I would hate that, man. Hotels are supposed to be fun. I don't understand why people go to haunted hotel. Well, I, I'd go, but it's just... <laughs> I think one of the things that was like hotels are transitional places. Like that's one of the theories of why they're so mm-hmm. haunted is mm-hmm. because like, you know, energies that can be there are, can range in, um, you know, quote unquote, they're thin places because they're so transitional. So it's like people who might be living there and they don't mm-hmm. want to live in a hotel or people who are doing things that they don't want seen because they can't do them at their house or, mm-hmm. you know. Fair. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, like affairs and stuff like that. In that building, I just looked it up. Yeah, that building has been empty for a long time. Yeah. So if I can remember, probably before I was even born. Wow, that's interesting. 
Um, yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about another hotel, so I don't know what it is about <laughs> San Angelo and all of the hotels being haunted there. That's what I can only assume is that um, the rise of Airbnb in San Angelo is due to all the hotels being really haunted. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one is um, a a spirit that resides at the Cactus Hotel. The Cactus Hotel. I was curious if you were going to say that. that yeah, that's kind of me. a landmark in San Angelo. Uh, so the Cactus Hotel, if I remember correctly, it was originally a Hilton. And I think it was the third Hilton ever built. So it's now there There are floors there. I think there's a couple of condos and like a, some sort of dance studio there. Last time I remember, I remember going there as a kid and seeing like, like a ballet kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's... Do they have weddings and stuff there probably? They have weddings there. It's the tallest building in San Angelo. I think it's I think it's like 13 stories, I think, something like that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's it's kind of our local landmark. Yeah. Nice. Um, the hotel was built around the 1920s and the most well-known spirit, uh, there's reported to be a couple different like entities that people have reported over the years, but the most well-known is one uh, called the Straw Suit Man. He's a lanky, yeah. <laughs> He's a lanky guy, basically. But uh, some people have described him, according to this article on ghostsanangelo.com, as more than a ghost, less than a demon. Mm-hmm. What is less than a demon, but more than a ghost? I wonder if that means like evil spirit or something like that. Like, is that what you're classifying it as? <sighs> Maybe. Here, let me tell you a little bit about this um, the story that happened to. Um, a friend of Tyler Tennell, uh, who's one of. I know him. I just he was actually at the campfire thing. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, Ty, Tyler's a great guy. He's he's our yeah, kind of our yeah. He's kind of our local paranormal guy. Like he loves investigating that stuff. That's so funny. Holy so funny. shit! We're gonna talk to Tyler. You're gonna hook it up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Tyler is the one who described the straw man as more than a ghost, less than a demon. So he talks about. His friend's story, one night a friend noticed a man mirroring her movements. She called out and the man dropped to all fours and charged at her. Oh, no. Before he reached (laughs) her, he vanished. That is the scariest thing anything can do. As as soon as something drops down to all fours, like all bets are off. Why are you crawling? (laughs) You can walk. You can run. Why are you moving like this? We evolved to be on twos. Why are you going back to fours? (laughs) Yeah. And why are you so much faster this way? Yeah, exactly. Horrifying. Oh, I hate that. I that, hate that. That's terrifying. Why is he called the straw man? Because a suit? He's wearing a straw suit? I think it, I think it's like the color of straw or something like, like a linen, but not linen. Because when you said it, I know this isn't what it is, but I instantly thought haunted scarecrow. Oh, I thought a wicker man is what I thought of. Oh, yeah. I was like, either way, I'm not (laughs) trying to see this guy. Any kind of, like, natural textile (laughs) monster. (laughs) The good Midwest stuff. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, I have a couple others that are super interesting. So not only are, um, you know, are hotels a place that are known to be haunted, but we hear so many stories about theaters being places Mm -hmm. where there are always ghosts. One place that is known to have spirits is the Angelo Civic Theater. Yep. Have you ever seen anything there? I've heard, but I haven't, I haven't seen anything, but I've heard people talk about that. It's, uh, you know, been around forever and stuff like that. But yeah, that does not surprise me. <laughs> yeah, it says, according to the article, again, the San, the Ghost San Angelo article, there's two known spirits. One is believed to have been there from before the building was put in place, which I find interesting. Wow. The other is an older gentleman who wears overalls that is named Bart. One day there was the daughter of the director of the show that was happening. Um, she was about six year old and she went to go climb a ladder that she was told not to. Of course she didn't listen. That's why kids need to be locked in their rooms. Like, (laughs) 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 But she went to go climb this ladder that was propped up against the wall and Bart intervened. He said, no, no, no. And he like grabbed, he like tugged at her ankle, not like grabbed her ankle, but like, you know, tugged at her ankle and then when she came down, he just disappeared. So Bart might have saved a child's life. I think that's great. Good job, Bart. He was just like, listen, the show must go on, kid. Do not fuck <laughs> this up for us. <laughs> There's a couple more, but the last one I want to talk about today is the Bordello Museum. Have you ever been to the Bordello Museum? 
I don't think Miss Hatties. Oh, Miss Hatties. Oh, that's a story. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Hatties is very interesting. Is it wild? Like just uh, a wild ass place that you're just like, what is this place? Well, so and this is gonna be kind of funny. So our town is famous for like two things. One is for the longest time, we were the mohair capital of the world. Not anymore, I don't think so. But basically, we had a lot of livestock coming through. Uh, and so we were just kind of the central point for like sheep and goats and stuff like that. The second thing that we're famous for is Miss Hattie's. Uh, <laughs> Miss Hattie's was a uh, a brothel that... Uh, had a underground tunnel leading to our bank. Uh, so what would happen is like the men would tell their wives like, hey, I'm going to go to the bank to do business, go into this underground tunnel and pop out at the brothel. Uh, now Miss Hattie's, Hattie's is a restaurant, which is funny. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what our town is known for. <laughs> nice, nice. She's Willing to dig a tuggle to, uh, tunnel not to break up with their wives. Honestly, if you're going to dig a tunnel in a bank, just dig into the vault, man. Like, what are you yeah, doing? Yeah, what the? <laughs> yeah. Priorities. In addition to the original Miss Hattie's, there's also a Miss Hattie's Bordello Museum now, which is above a jeweler's. Mm. Yeah. Again, like Miss Hattie's, next to a place of wealth, not going to tap into it, though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do you know the paranormal investigator Mark Priest? I don't. Okay. No. Uh, I don't know of him either. I just, since you happen to know Tyler Tennell, I was like, yeah. maybe you know this other guy. Okay. So over a decade ago, the owner of Miss Hattie's Bordello Museum, whose name is Mark Priest, allowed a paranormal investigation crew to explore the museum overnight. After they left, the spirit was disturbed and decided to get revenge. Uh, wherever the investigators had been up there, like messing with things, it had upset the spirit and the spirit would continuously set off alarms in the museum. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> like immediately after it followed, it happened three times in a row where like just for no reason, the security alarm would go off and then Mark would have to like run to the museum to figure out what was going on. Um, and since then, he won't let paranormal investigators in there officially, but unofficially, we're going to Miss Hattie's Bordello Museum. <laughs> we're going to We're going to investigate the shit out of Fair, fair. <laughs> well, yeah, those are some places that people can check out in San Angelo. There's a couple other places that we didn't touch on in this article, so we'll link it in the show notes. And mm -hmm. yeah, it seems like super interesting. One thing I love about just the West is that there's like this whole part of history that I forget existed, like the brothel days or the frontier days. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole other kind of, of craziness. Oh, actually there is one more I want to talk about. And it, it is touched on in this article, but I actually have another source from Reddit that talks about this. Tell me what you know, Matt, about the lone wolf bridge. Oh boy. Okay. So I'm very interested in this because I grew up right next to the Lone Wolf Bridge. Okay. Um, um, all I know about it is it's closed down now because it was deemed like too unsafe, essentially. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just this small bridge on uh, kind of the northwest part of town um, that uh, it, almost it. I mean, I used to play right there. There's a park right there that's called uh, Glenmore Park that uh, like it's real big families always go there it's a popular birthday spot stuff like that it's right next to a Arconcho river uh, but i'm now very interested because i didn't know there was anything related to it i just know of it and saw it almost every day of my life so lots of people believe bridges are haunted that's another common mm -hmm. like trope that comes up or just um place of experience so it's basically more like an urban legend not like a specific story but um people have claimed that it could be haunted by chief lone wolf a kiowa slash apache chief or in the 1930s there was a flood and there were a number of victims in san angelo um, whose bodies apparently had piled up like at the point of the bridge um so Dang. Yeah, so some people have claimed on bridges, as you do when you're a teenager, you get out in the middle of the bridge, you like do things to try to stir up whatever spirits and hear it. But um, there are people who've reported hearing voices or seeing apparitions, but there's not a lot of evidence, mm -hmm. but lots of claims. So I just thought that was super interesting because bridges, 
hotels and theaters, those are like the classic haunted places. Yeah. And yeah. St. Angelo seems like it's, uh, you know, there's tons of it there. Dang. Oh man, I didn't know that about that place. Yeah, I literally, because I, I lived uh, in the neighborhood that was maybe a quarter mile from Lone Wolf. And that was like to, to drive out of the neighborhood, you kind of had to hug this little river road and then cross the bridge to get into town. So uh it's interesting i didn't know that yeah um cool you guys yes. play, play a game let's do Hell it oh yeah heck yeah okay so the game that we're playing today is called monster fight it's my favorite game ever and uh we i like to always give credit to brian durkin and his podcast full belly laughs because that's where we got we made it our own but there's it's a version of a game he plays on his podcast and basically the for him to when he came on our podcast yeah we and then yeah. we loved it so much, we kept it forever. It's too much fun. He can't keep it locked up on his podcast. We're doing it forever. Sorry, <laughs> Brian. But um, basically, the premise of Monster Fight is you choose two monsters with two weapons. So for an example, I could say, these are just examples because I have other ones I want to use for real, but Kraken with a machine gun versus Dracula with leeches. Who would win? And then we all talk out who we would think would win and why. Mm -hmm. So Alyssa, how do we want to do this, like the order wise? I'll do, I'll go last, you go first, and then Matt will go second. <laughs> okay. Okay. So let's get this started. The first pairing, Frankenstein with Cupid's arrows versus <laughs> Casper with his uncle's power and malice. <laughs> Is that plural for the uncles? Yes. Okay. All of their powers and all of their malice in, in little Casper. Oh man. Yeah, I've made it tough. Finally. Usually mine are like, wait, <laughs> I think it's hard. And then everyone's like, oh, that's easy. <laughs> Why would Frankenstein be covered in peanut butter bag? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that Casper, with all of the powers of his uncle's malice, would win because number one, Frankenstein with arrows, like, okay, you're gonna shoot through a ghost. Cool. Also, right. secondly, you're who you're gonna make Casper fall in love. Don't tell children to fall in love that's inappropriate like <laughs> he was in love i just feel like face. casper is like already a entity that's like full of love and now he can tap into like the yin and yang of his self mm. like i feel like that's an unstoppable force mm. fair yeah i think i would agree there just because uh yeah I, I feel like if he's if he's got all that rage uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of rage yeah, yeah you know, all that rage and yeah he's not gonna know how to control it like mm. he's, just, he's gonna go off yeah <laughs> see here's the thing cupid is uh, what is it a cryptid how would we describe cupid um like a folklore yeah and it's like a magical being so it might work on ghosts we don't know i mean hey, they're arrows you know what? yeah if they're magic that's arrows, true so That's I true. was assuming they could work. And I think I'm going to say Frankenstein with arrows, as long as he's a good shot, we've never tested it. As long as he's a good shot with the arrows, I think he would win. Because if you, can you imagine putting more feelings into Casper after that? He, he has love. He would just explode. He would just he explode ghost suicide into a million ectoplasm bits. So I'm going Frankenstein with keep it bow. Yeah. But... Casper still won. <laughs> My vote doesn't count. <laughs> Where have I felt this before? <laughs> okay. Um, who do you want to go next? Who do? I'm yeah, sorry. Matt. Have to, Matt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So I'm thinking uh, a vampire with sunblock oh. uh, versus. A zombie on a Segway. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. Oh, dang. I think, I think as long as the sunblock holds up and vampires don't sweat too much, I think the vampire would take it. Because I think my main thing is I think vampires are faster than Segways. <laughs> so That's very true. Yeah, so I do think that they could catch catch the zombie and then it'd be all over. And it would have to be fast because sunblock wears off. So it would have to be, it, this fight would probably be a minute long of him just like, like segueing away and the vampire just overtaking him. But I'm going to say vampire. That's 
final answer. SPF 75 or better, at least. Yes, it has to be. <laughs> I mean, part of the thing, too, is that, like, the vampire, I guess, could also attack at night, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is recharging. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also Fair. feel like Dracula, or I'm sorry, I also feel like vampires would be faster or at least, like, have a little more dexterity because vampires can, like, from all of the the pop culture stuff, they can jump, like, yeah. they can, you know, jump on walls and things like that. Although I would love to see, like, a horde of zombies on segways, just, like, fucking up the mall in Dawn of the Dead. That would just, be like, so going fun. To town. It's like a little segway gang. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Matt? Yeah, I, I, when I said that, I was like, yeah, I think it would be an interesting fight. And I think that if the vampire didn't know, like, what a zombie was, uh, there might be some... Mm. You might, might have to double yeah. tap you know mm-hmm. what i mean like mm-hmm. oh yeah cool i snapped its neck or whatever and it just gets back up but yeah. i think all the vampire would take it yeah. yeah have we ever seen any movies um where a vampire drinks zombie blood no no um not that i've seen i'm it. curious to see what that like combination would be right like the uh, vampire goes yeah the, the only reference i have for that is um of course you never know how where tv shows pull lore from but um, I know in the show Supernatural, its lore is that dead man's blood causes paralysis in vampires. So oh. if, if that's true, one bite and that guy's done. And he's over. Whoa. I love that. I didn't yeah. ever know that was like part of that canon. What yeah. a fun trick. That's so fun. That's a show I've not gotten into and I really want to because I feel like it's up my alley. Oh, it's good. It's I've- I go through this thing with every single show where I'll watch five seasons and then I'm like, I can't, you've asked too much of me and I don't ever get to see the end of anything. Cause I'm just like, so I've seen a lot of supernatural, but I, everyone's always like, you got to finish it. And I'm like, but there's so many seasons. It's finishing its final season this year, but there's 15 seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's too, too many, but that is really cool. That's a, it is a really cool show. So you would love it for sure. I'm- I think it would be one of the things that I might do this winter is watch yeah. Supernatural. Yeah. Heck yeah. I don't know if I can do the X-Files another time. <laughs> so soon, <laughs> anyway, so soon. Fair. All right, last one. Um, for whatever reason, I wanted to put global warming as the monster. <laughs> it's just like, I was like, global warming wins, but then I was like, oh, damn, a vampire with sunblock might be able to outlast, like, <laughs> yeah. the sun. Interesting. Um, okay, so I have, um, they're not so much monsters, I guess. So going back to a classic structure, the teachers from Matt's junior high with a book of very powerful magical spells <laughs> or the brothel workers from Miss Hattie's with a bag of magic potions. Who would win in a fight? Oh, man. Uh, I, you know what? I'm actually going to say the brothel workers uh, with magic potions. Because, hey, magic potions can be anything. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I guess, I guess the, the teachers have spells too. But you got to think, like, the women working in those brothels back then had to be tough, mm-hmm. right? Like, you're not walking into that job a wimp. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree. I think the brothel people are going to steamroll Matt's teachers. Like, I don't think they're going to know. They're going to be flipping through pages furiously. Like, why did we make kids read like this? And they're going to get handed a little bit of, yeah, poetic I never justice. teach out of the textbook. Yeah. <laughs> the star test is not preparing me at all for this. Yeah, I feel bad, but I, yeah, I think they're going to get absolutely destroyed for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I took, you took the star test. Do you ever take the toss test? Yep, toss. Yeah, I took toss when I was in Texas. Another one and star. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, (laughs) You know, I feel like you've convinced me because originally I was feeling like teachers with some spells doing some nerd ass shit would be like really Mm. good. Mm Because, like, but then you also have to like make the preparations. There's like so much work that goes into that. It's a process tool, not like a potion, which is pretty, pretty immediate. So I think. I kind of just had the potion and and spells just kind of canceling each other out. Yeah. 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 And this is no slight against sex workers or brothel workers uh, from the old time, but like Mm. there had, they had to also have syphilis on their side. Like that's the Mm. old West. It is like a legacy of syphilis. At least everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a mixture of like, you know, their can do attitude 
magic potions and syphilis. I just feel like they're unstoppable, yeah. really. Yeah. Their, yeah. their sexual wiles, all that sound. <laughs> yeah, they could even seduce the teeth. Like, they could That's even just saying. not even use magic. They what if there's a love potion in there? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Good point. Yeah, so I feel like they would win. Mm. Well, nice. This was really fun. This Thank so you fun. so much for being yeah. our guest, Matt. Thank you. Um, is there anything that you want to plug that we can share with our listeners? Yeah, I was trying to think. Just... Uh... So anything I, I specifically wanted you know what uh why not um let me i don't know exactly what it is but i i will plug my buddy tyler tennell again actually yeah listen to this. he's got a lot of stuff out there i know he does he talks about paranormal stuff all the time he loves it he goes on like ghost tours and all kinds of stuff that's uh, awesome so if you're listening and you like paranormal stuff look up uh tyler tennell yeah. i will yeah, definitely do that. do that i'm very excited now meg what about you Cool. Yeah. You can find me all the places I always say on this podcast, uh, Instagram, Twitter, both Meg gets money, gets spelled G O E T Z like my last name. Nice. Uh, and you can follow me at Alyssa Truss on all the things. Really quickly, this episode comes out after Halloween, but we do mm -hmm. want to plug, we did a week of really fun content mm -hmm. for you all called Hell Week. So we have a bunch of videos up on our brand new YouTube channel with only Hell Week videos. <laughs> and you can follow us Crushing on Facebook it. and there's all different things that you can check out. So make sure if you haven't caught that, that you get a chance to. And if you do any of the... Um, if you do any of the recipes or DIYs that we do, please send us a photo and tag yeah, us. Let us yeah. know. Yeah, sweet. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> Find us at the places you get podcasts and subscribe. Visit our website at realchillspodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram at realchillspodcast. Do you know someone who should be on Real Chills? Go to realchillspodcast.com slash submit and tell us more. Special thanks to Valerie Jamea-Bermichane. Artwork by Libby Rundell. Music by Sam Williamson. Real Chills Podcast is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows, please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.